Welcome back, guys. It's Mountain Meditations. You already know. So I can't remember what... I think this is episode 15. That's right, episode 15 in the second season. Uh, what are you doing? Fuck off, I'm bulking. Get over here. So, actually, we are on episode 15. And Tristan, what are we talking about today? We're talking about strength training and hypertrophy training. Right. Now... I know what the audience is thinking. They actually know each other in real life? Yeah. That's, that's, we actually, we did one in person. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. We're two different people, surprisingly. Yeah. It was actually just me. I had like a wig and some glasses. <laughs> it was just me hitting my head into a padded cell, <laughs> yelling about subscribers. My mom's really worried. So Not the people, anymore. The people listening don't understand. So we always record this podcast remotely. And right now we're in the same room, which is crazy. And this is the first podcast that we've done, you know, together. Yeah. It's, so it's a new dynamic. I yeah. don't actually know where we are. Chris just kind of got into this home. I don't think it's his. We're <laughs> using it temporarily. This is my yeah. studio. This is his studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, strength versus hypertrophy. Um, let's go ahead and talk about like first of all, what is hypertrophy? Okay, we'll do that. So humans are pretty unique. Well, I don't really know if this is true, but we're pretty unique in how our muscle fibers work. We have a pretty set range of how many muscle fibers we have. We can't grow muscle fibers, and if we lose them, they usually grow back or they repair themselves. And hypertrophy is the process by which muscle fibers become bigger and more have more volume. Mus hypertrophy, a hypertrophic reaction in muscles is generally caused by a specific amount, well, not a specific amount, but a certain amount of stress in the muscles over an extended period of time. Yeah. Dorian Yates talked about this on Joe Rogan's podcast, where a lot of people talk about the 8 to 12 rule, 8 to 12 reps for hypertrophy. Right. It's not entirely true. No. Generally, if you want to trigger a hypertrophic response, what you want is to have, is to be doing those reps in a way that where 8 to 12 reps will, uh, you'll be doing it a set for about anywhere between a minute and a minute and a half. A minute 45 is what really gets you there. Okay. So you wanna be doing your reps nice and slow with good control, and yeah. eight to 12 reps will have you doing them for quite a while. So yeah. when your muscles are under constant stress for a certain amount of time, rate that as time under tension, people mm -hmm. talk about that quite a lot, Yeah. then you will have a hypertrophic response. Right, and so when we talk about strength, we have the other side, which is in general, I'm gonna say, you know, we're you usually train in a low rep range. So um, a lot of times powerlifters will do this, and this is what I was gonna talk about, is the fact that there is not one experienced lifter on earth who doesn't use both of these things. So when we talk about hypertrophy versus, you know, quote unquote, strength, quote unquote, everyone uses both of them. Like no yeah, one yeah. should be using just one, in my opinion. I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who just go to the gym just to crank out, you I'm, know. I feel like that's inefficient. It is. It is in general, especially if you're natural. Uh, a lot of guys who are running, you know, t uh, test cycles and who are on trend can sort of, you know, um, do only hypertrophy training, and that's fine. Like that's cool. But most of the time, even powerlifters, people who are supposed to be, you know, the strength people, most of the time they are doing hypertrophy work. <laughs> yeah. And so, even um, because Dan Green himself said this, the the legend said that anyone that uh, a bigger muscle is a stronger muscle which makes 
100% sense to me and to everyone else because like even yeah if you're doing like three reps at a time you're doing two reps you're doing a max something like that um, you're gonna need and this is another thing that I learned about um, is the fact that uh, different kinds of muscle fibers actually <laughs> do exist <laughs> because for a while hang on <laughs> for a while I thought this was a meme I thought the whole like fast twitch and slow twitch I thought it was <laughs> so did I <laughs> see yeah because I, I had heard it so many it seems like it's not true right it's because it's like it reminds me of mind muscle connection. You know, there are people that throw that out, and a lot of times it, it just it's not exactly what they're talking about because it's sort of like a it's like using the force. You're like, I don't. That's not a real thing, but yeah. it kind of is. Um, same thing with this. It's I mean, not same thing with this. This is a real thing. It turns out your lats <laughs> your lats are just galaxy brain. You need to be on their level, right? If you really want to activate them. Yeah, and so we do have like slow twitch and fast twitch, and in general, it's going to be that. Um, actually, who was it that was talking about this? Oh, no, I can't remember his name. It's the juggernaut training guy. Um, he's a really smart dude, but um, Mike Isratel, he was talking about this, talking about the fact that you can watch a, a long-distance runner come into the gym and try to max out, and they do it so slowly that it's the most painful thing to watch because their muscles are so used to this yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah. like, you know, endurance training, you know, right. over and over kind of thing that... They're not, they're not all about that fast twitch like explosiveness. So if we want the maximum hypertrophy, we need to be training all uh, through all methods in order to increase the size. Because sometimes you can be trained, if you train all strength, which would be really hard and probably really taxing on your central nervous system, it's, but you could try it, I guess. But if you did that, then you would be missing out on the size when um, which would come from training your slower twitch, you know, stuff like that, and everything in between as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So Chris is a power lifter. He's, <laughs> I, he's as of yesterday. As I, of yesterday, Chris is a power lifter. <laughs> How much do you bench, Chris? <sighs> Maybe we're not getting into this. Um, How much do you squat? No, What's your squat to bench ratio? Okay. Is is that? Here's a good time to plug the. Um, the He's dodging the question. The, here's a good time to plug the new channel that I'm going to be starting, which is I think I'm going to call it Muscular Meditations, and yeah. I'm going to make it obviously an offshoot of this, and sometimes Tristan will be in it. It'll be like my journey into getting back into lifting, because before I was a bro and I only trained shoulders and his back and my back. And it looked sick, but I also had some twig legs, and I still do. So, and it's funny because I took my maxes just yesterday, and my my max bench after a year of not lifting was 225, which is actually solid. It's surprisingly good for not lifting for a year, in my opinion. But I also benched a lot before, and then my uh, my max squat was uh, <clears throat> 185, and so. <laughs> <laughs> you went by that number pretty fast. You want to say it really slowly? No, I, I think they got the it. I think they got it. Because it was 185. So, so anyways, moving on from that, um, that's something where you need to be doing a lot of different exercises. You can't just bench all the time. Because actually, these exercises like the deadlift, which I hate to admit because I dislike the deadlift, yeah. and the squat are going to help your central nervous system, which is a component of strength training that everyone needs to be taxing. And so yep. that comes from doing heavy weight. You know, it's sort of a thing like after you're, you've been lifting heavy, you can feel it. Like you're, you're tired. It's something you can't yeah. get from like. It feels uh, great. From doing like over or like lateral raises or like maybe overhead press. I guess you could. What if you just did but really heavy lateral raises? I ha the most I've done is 40 and that was really hard. And nice. But that was when I was bigger. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I'm getting back into lifting. Go check out the channel when it's made. Anyways, um. 
Where were we? Talking about strength training. Yeah, oh, strength central training. nervous system. So central nervous system. Yeah. That's something that you have. Yeah. And people call it CNS. Yeah. You're going to have to come in on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your central nervous system, uh, it's not hard to figure out. Your central nervous system, you have nerves that uh, send stim that send signals to your brain, which releases stimuli. When yeah. something hits really hard, your, brain, your neurons send signals to your brain, and your brain has a pain response. And your CNS can be trained in such a way that it becomes more used to having a lot of stress put on it. Right. If you deadlift a lot of weight, it'll be easier to deadlift heavier weight in the future because yep. you're just more used to it. Just like making your muscles stronger, your CNS is becoming more robust, more efficient. I, I don't know if that's true. It, it, it becomes used to it. I'm talking out of my ass here. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> you need to train your CNS. And Chris yeah. and I, this goes way back. Way back when me and Chris first started lifting together, my freshman year of college, I think it was your junior sophomore year. Yeah. And um, he was very into hypertrophy training. Yes. I was very into strength training. Yeah. I've kind of come towards Chris a little bit on this because I realized that there aren't a lot of bears for me to fight. They, you know, there's there. As it turns out, I don't need to push things really heavy that just happen to get off on top of me because <laughs> I broke up with my girlfriend. Um, but also, I have I have moved a lot in Tristan's direction as well because I saw the value, especially as a natural, of like, hey, my bench is getting better and my chest is getting bigger because I stopped. I used to do. If any of you know German volume training, it's not for someone who is. Um, Less than it's not for a novice lifter. No, it's it's, not. it's for very strong dudes who just want to max out that little genetic potential yeah. that they're getting to. Not for the scrawny guy in the gym, and especially me who was doing um, dumbbell flies um, uh, for my chest, and I would do them ten by ten, and it like I thought it, my chest was going to get massive, and it didn't really work that well. But no. um, what I learned from it is that later on I ended up doing bench press and I would only do it, I did it like twice a week. I was like, I don't care about chest anymore. I'm just gonna do twice a week bench press and I'm just gonna go really heavy. And I'll just do like reps of three and I'll just see what happens. My chest grew more. So yeah. when you think about it, when we talk about, um, what's it called? Progression. Progressive overload. Progressive overload, that's the word, or term. So yeah, Tristan's got it. Um, so as you go on, you have to be increasing either your reps your sets or the intensity which is the weight so you know yeah. your next workout you need to be either lifting heavier or lifting more and exactly. so that's pretty much progressive overload and i did realize that because i was just doing the same thing every time and of course nothing was happening I also wasn't eating enough which is a, a you're thing. still not well i bought him chick-fil-a and he didn't even <laughs> he was gonna go back for more i was like you must really eat today he's like i haven't eaten yet today this is my first meal <laughs> Anyway, you, you need you do need to be careful with progressive overload because uh, uh, a guy that I watched a podcast on once he's a trainer for a mixed martial arts fighters he talked about overtraining yeah. and he said one thing in regards to overtraining that really resonated with me he said it's never it's almost never overtraining it's almost always under resting my biggest problem was that I didn't sleep nearly enough and I didn't eat yeah. nearly enough yeah. I'm on medication now to help me sleep and I'm kind of sort of getting into the eating thing. I still hate doing it. There's all those girls on Tinder that talk about how much they love food. I can't swipe right on that. I hate food. It's not fun to eat. I don't enjoy this. I like the I like the process of going out and hunting my food. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. But actually eating it, it's like, ugh. Lifting weights Can is I fun. just like, can I just like get this in pill form? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to actually do the work. I just want the results. Yeah. I don't want to go to the gym. I just want to be huge. Mm -hmm. But there's no justice for people like me in this right. world. That's true. 
Yeah, so Tr- Tristan and I need to work on our eating, and Tristan needs to sleep more. But he's, he's working on both yeah. of those things. So. I've been doing it. I've been actually texting Chris back. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, a lot of things are progressing here. Um, I'm doing good. And also I'm lifting again, so maybe I'll grow. But um, You anyways. never know what will happen. <laughs> I know. Unless you, like, do the research and take the time. <laughs> like, who's got that fucking <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> if we did the research, our podcast would be successful by now. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um so yeah in in terms of hypertrophy like like i was talking about before that's a very that's anecdotal evidence but it works for as long as you need to do if you are doing hypertrophy training i would suggest you need to be doing more each time and like tristan said you can't be doing too much because overtraining does happen and it happens more than you think but it's usually underresting but it's usually underresting in that you're not eating enough you're not sleeping enough, etc. But we kind of got off the beaten path here of strength versus hypertrophy. But it's hard because these are not really conflicting ideals. Yeah, you have to do both. Yeah, you can focus on one, right? But you can't get, you can't maximize your strength potential unless you get bigger muscles. Yeah, which is pretty sick, if you ask me. I'm actually pretty thankful for that. Imagine if you could get stronger, but you just got thinner. That would oh. be really weird. You'd be really weird looking. Yeah, your muscles just get more dense. You're like a stick figure, but yeah. you weigh two hundred pounds. <laughs> There are a lot of people who can, it depends on your genetics as well, because like we talked about, you know, with the whole slow twitch and fast twitch, people have different um, types of fibers within different areas of their bodies as well as amongst different people. Like you may be a more, um, for example, I noticed I'm more of a slow twitch person in my delts because I would do overhead press, I would get better at overhead press, and it never really like, led to the hypertrophy of my front delts i mean it, it just may, maybe gets stronger overhead press which is cool which is cool in itself yeah. tristan's got a really good overhead press but um and then, on youtube <laughs> and then i went to um doing lateral raises every day i've talked about this before i'll talk about it on the channel as well yeah, because his shoulders got huge that just pfft, it just popped out and i was like well this is it so it, it depends he's, he's on the person. Yeah. And it depends on the person. It depends on, and I did the same thing for my lats as well. I think most people would probably generally lean towards more fast twitch in their lats and lower back especially. And it's also just easier to, you know, you don't want to be doing 100 pull-ups a day like I was doing. That was that was rough. Or but, you um, do. Yeah, or you do. You Maybe do. you do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to take this into more of the versus Right. Thing that we'll be talking Let's about. I really think that strength is so much more useful than hypertrophy in so many situations. I have to admit. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, so we're going away from the yeah. verses. But actually, <laughs> strength is pretty whack. It's all about hypertrophy. As a great man, Dom Mazzetti once said, "Being big is like winning the fight without even having to fight. It's like being America. You yeah. don't know if I'm going to launch these nukes." You want to fucking find out, though? <laughs> Uncle Ham wants you to fucking try me. <laughs> so the thing about hypertrophy, strength is generally more useful, but it needs the platform of hypertrophy to go off of. Because sure. if you think about it, uh, everybody knows that, like, uh, for example, if you're on a frozen lake, uh, you need to, like, spread your body way out and have a bigger surface area. And that way... Uh, you're less likely to fall through because the weight is spread out. And it's the same thing with your muscles. You have a bigger surface area and a more area to move the muscles and more muscle to move it with, you'll be able to output more power. So strength has more like practical everyday use, but it requires the platform of hypertrophy to jump off of. Mm -hmm. And that's another harder thing is the fact that we don't really, there isn't, 
In my opinion, the, the term functional strength is sort of weird because we aren't really doing anything yeah. um, in our day-to-day -day lives. I, I mean, unless you work like construction or something like that where you're doing Which a I did. physically demanding job. And honestly, like working construction, I was really glad that I spent time in the gym getting stronger because that yeah. did help. I, I was glad I spent so much time in high school running for soccer because most of construction was just very... To more actually mentally taxing. It's like you can pick up a cinder block, right? It's like yeah. they're like twenty-ish pounds. Can you pick up three hundred cinder blocks? <laughs> not at the same time, but like eventually, yeah. you're just. It's not hard. You just get bored. Yeah, you just gotta grind. Yeah, it's it's like melee. You just gotta grind, bro. Yeah. So yeah. So what I was saying is basically, you're not really gonna have that like functional strength type thing going on it's not you're not going out and squatting and overhead pressing when you go outside you know and we don't have to run and catch you know i don't know you animals. don't have to we but you can to, yeah we don't have to like you should fight people why is hunting popular look it up <laughs> <laughs> so the so the idea of like functional fitness and things like that it's not so like training for strength will help a lot in terms of and, and hypertrophy both because hypertrophy is going to lead more towards endurance training. You need endurance to, I don't know, just walk places. Like doing just very slow twitch, we could call it activities, <laughs> is going to is going to be beneficial in your life and strength will be beneficial in your life. When you need to help move your neighbor's couch or something, then you're gonna be, I don't know, this is dumb. That's, that's, <laughs> don't, that's a, don't listen to this jabroni. <laughs> endurance training is useless. This is America, home of the mobility scooter. You don't have to walk anywhere anymore. Get a Segway, get a hoverboard. Walking is lame. Just be huge, be strong, and if you run for more than five minutes, you just collapse on the ground and die. That's fine. Yeah. Yep, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. <laughs> So also, I've been doing a lot, since I'm a powerlifter now, as of yesterday, Yes. I've been doing a lot of research into different powerlifting programs, and I've been learning a lot of things, mostly the thing that I talked about before. that He we was on the powerlifting before. sub for 15 minutes. No, I've been listening to Dave Tate, who was part of the Westside um, squad back West in, the, barbell. in the OG days. Those guys are nuts. Did you watch that documentary? Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> They're like breaking each other's necks and stuff. And so... Yeah, so Dave Tate was one of the boys that was, was in it to begin with and was in it to win it. And so he writes a lot of programs. Now he talks about his conjugate method. He talks about uh, the max effort method. Conjugate method? Yeah, so I've heard of conjugal visits in prison. I'm not sure what this has to do with it. It's like that. a mix of the, I think it's a mix of the max effort method and the, gosh, now I can't remember the other one. But he like, he like mixed them together. Basically, it's sort of like um, doing as heavy weight as you can on certain days, but with as it goes by week by week you change up the exercises right yeah, yeah, yeah um so that you can because what what tends to happen is the biological law of accommodation tends to come into play and when you do like what i talked about before your body adapts to everything that you do so like if you go run a mile every day um and you run it at the same speed every day then you're just training your body to run the mile that same speed you're not getting any faster yep. you know etc if you bench 135 every day you will only bench 135 um if unless you increase the reps and or the sets like progressive overload progressive overload so endurance training is whack yeah it is it's, strength training is cool that's another thing to talk about is the fact that it's like the mental aspect of it yeah because strength it, training it, it, boosts, is fun. it boosts your testosterone yeah when you pick up something really heavy when i when i deadlifted 405 times i thought i was the big man on campus then my lower back started hurting, and I couldn't do that again. Mm -hmm. 
It, it, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. It was yeah. worth. It was worth it. Yeah, and then you have hypertrophy style training, which is like get that oh, pump. Get it, it's fun because yeah, yeah you, you like get the pump. You see it in the mirror. You're like, yes, like I'm sick. I'm huge. Um, and endurance training is so whack. Yeah, what, and, you're gonna run. It's like, all right, I've been running for ten minutes. I guess I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Is that's uh, so. We talked about this, your hypertrophy lower days, which is, so yeah. Tristan does a, a program called- um, Power upper, hypertrophy upper lower. It's basically yeah. upper power, so like upper body stuff, so yeah. chest, back, shoulders, and it's for power. So I start for like bench press, yeah. incline dumbbell press, bent over rows, weighted pull-ups, and then like uh, overhead tricep extensions, heavy yeah. barbell curl stuff like that, yeah. shoulder press. And then I've got uh, lower power which is heavy leg stuff, heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, heavy leg press. Yeah. Those are the three exercises that I, and I, you know, throw some calf stuff in there. Try to yeah. get, I've been doing a lot of Romanian deadlifts lately. Uh, those are really good for my hamstrings. Those it also really helps me stretch out too. I've always had a problem with stretching, but it's helped me a lot. Then I usually take a rest day. Yeah. And then I have upper hypertrophy day, a good day. Because mm -hmm. I start off with my favorite exercise. Chris hates this one, incline bench press. It's such a good exercise. <laughs> I do that and I, I, I trend for much higher reps. I try to really focus on my uh, controlled uh, eccentric or maybe it's eccentric, but controlled downward and then explode upward. Yeah. Uh, and usually on my, when I do back, I've noticed that my back responds well to like really high rep ranges. So when I'm doing back stuff, I'll do like 15, 20 reps. And yeah. I still maintain progressive overload. I usually start off with a lot of reps at a lower weight and I move up to heavier weight at uh, lower reps and I do that mm -hmm. for both days it's just I kind of switch up the weights mostly in the exercises yeah so I'll do uh, exercises like seated cable rows for my back rather yes. than weighted pull-ups for my back and mm -hmm. I'll do uh, you know hammer curls instead of barbell curls yeah and then I have lower hypertrophy day the worst day the <laughs> Don't talk to me on that day because I won't text back. I, this is I'm what dealing, I was going to talk I'm about. I'm dealing with some shit on that day. Yeah, because that it's um. Yeah. I usually start off with front squats, and I do like 12 to 15 reps, and I hate myself for those 12 <laughs> to 15. I hate myself all the way down and all the way back up. Ask to grass because I'm not a pussy, but like I don't want to not be a pussy anymore. <laughs> then I'll do like leg extensions; those aren't so bad. Yeah. More leg press. I'll do like 15, 20 reps there. Kind of have to, no matter what. Leg mm -hmm. press. You have to do high volume on leg press because it's kind of weird like that. It is, yeah. Because doing doing heavy, going heavy on leg press is kind of weird because it's like I never I never really feel it when I do that. I just feel like I'm kind of like cheating in a way. I'm just kind of like pushing it up and like that's it. And then I and then I do hamstring curls, which yeah. are low key one of the worst exercises. Not for your hamstrings. They're actually great for that, but the worst ones to do because you're I just agree. bent over in a vulnerable position with your ass out in the well, air was... and not in the fun way and you're just <laughs> you're kicking yourself in the back and it's like you deserve this. You deserve you're kicking yourself in the back and hating yourself. I can never for get reps for sets of 15. Yeah, I can never get comfortable on it. I it's, feel like it's my not, leg you're like, not supposed to you know the pads always moving up on my leg and I'm like what is happening like why is it why is it doing this it's actually a medieval torture device back then they would have the serfs do a lot of hamstring stuff because it made them better farmers but the serfs always killed themselves afterwards and that's why they were banned in the Geneva conventions there we go you got a history lesson today yeah that's it you can so, put a dev man walking guarantee on that the so, dev man walking guarantee where nothing is guaranteed it's guaranteed to be wrong. <laughs> so strength versus hypertrophy, let's go back to that. Yeah. Training lower body for strength is a lot more fun. Doing heavy deadlifts, yeah. doing he heavy squats is a lot more fun than doing 
15 reps of squats, which is probably exactly. the worst thing I could ever think of doing. I um, might, your lower back might not enjoy me, or my lower back might not enjoy me deadlifting 350 for sets of five, but my heart does. Yeah. My heart really, it's really beating really fast and it hurts the whole time. Mm -hmm. It's the best part. It hurts. Hurt Fun. yourself, bro. That's how you get big. Yeah. That's how you, you gotta, get strong. You gotta, you don't, gotta grow. Don't, don't stretch out. Surprise your joints, bro. <laughs> Injury. <laughs> just injury now. Just do it. That's how you get tough. Don't be a pussy about it. Yeah. Another thing with strength training, you have to watch out for injury because... Yeah, do that. Um, yeah, don't get injured, actually. <laughs> because what you could... And that's what I was talking about before with, like, the conjugate training and doing max effort when you're... When you have to alternate exercises week by week is because, yeah, once you get to a certain level... You're, the weight is going to increase just a tad, like every time, like not even every time you work out. Like it might be a long time before you can get an increase in strength once you've reached an advanced level. And so what you have to kind of do is kind of just, I don't want to say confuse the muscles, but that's kind of what you got to do. You, you got to mix it up. You, you need know? to have a variance of exercises so yeah. that you like subconsciously don't get complacent. And so that it's not muscle confusion. It's not like. It's, it's not it's a real not, thing. Yeah. No. But think about it like this. If you're trying to work out your chest, you can do bench press. That'll make you better at, uh, at bench press. Yeah. But you can also mix up incline and decline to make different parts of your chest stronger. And chest flies. <gasps> Excuse me. Dumbbell flies to make. It's basically, there are oftentimes, especially for big compound movements, there are multiple different parts of the muscle. I need to work all of them out. Yeah. And there are a lot of compound exercises, like bench press. Flat bench press actually works out almost pretty much all of your chest, I believe. It does, yeah. But incline bench press focuses more on the upper chest, and decline yeah. focuses more on the uh, lower chest. Yeah. So if you work all three, it's not that it's confusing the muscle, it's that it's making all of the parts of the muscle stronger at different rates. And that right. way, you're not focusing only on the flat side of your chest, you're also focusing on the upper and the lower, which will in the end make you stronger. Yeah, and also, um, one thing about incline bench, this is why people like it so much. Yeah. Um, I just don't like it because I'm uncomfortable the whole time and I hate it because oh, it's see. like... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but anyways, so one thing about the... Um, Working your upper chest is a lot of times it does lead. It. I mean, you can't you can't um, focus on one specific um, section of the muscle. Like, what, right. for example, when you work out your triceps, you know, people talk about the long head, the medial head. What's the other one? The short, short head. head. Yeah, I should have known that. Um, opposite of long. Yeah, <laughs> the Hayden head. And so um, you can't work just one of the heads of your tricep, obviously. But what you can do is focus a lot on. Yeah. Um, you know, because when you do generally overhead movements, you're going to be working the long head um, exactly. generally. And and so, um, no, you can't focus specifically on uh, one head. And so, yeah, where was I going with this? Oh, so, but a lot of times you'll have, um, like, when you work your upper chest, most of the time you are working your lower chest. But when you work your lower chest, it's you're not getting very much upper chest hypertrophy. So when you're doing, like, a decline bench, it's not really carrying over into your upper chest as well. But if you're doing an incline bench, you're getting front delt, upper chest, and yes, your lower chest is working as well. And we see that with a lot of things, like the harder the exercise gets, like the, the more um, you know heads of the muscle you'll be using, more sections of the muscle, um, things like that. Yeah. It's not muscle confusion. It's more just like yeah, no. a more well-balanced diet for your muscles. Which yeah. is also something I need to work on. <laughs> a more well-balanced diet. Vegetables are good for you. 
Yeah. I just keep telling myself that. Mm-hmm. And I just keep not eating them. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Chick-fil-A, which is pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah. It's food from God. That's true. Which is Yeah, always... God makes all the chicken. Yeah. He kills them himself. <laughs> that's why that's why he calmed down so much in the New Testament. <laughs> he just took it out of the chicken. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chick-fil-A, for not having another flood. <laughs> Support Chick-fil-A or we will all die. Yeah. Um Wow, how do I move on from that? That's another dead man walking guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good to go. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, so another thing. You have to, when you do strength training, so it's not going to cover everything. So here, when we're talking about multiple heads, when we're talking about this, for example, we can take the bench press. So there are a lot of people who work very hard on the bench press, but they don't work as hard on pulling movements. Yeah. And so when you're doing like, let's let's say, for example, you do deadlift and you do um, bench and you do squat. Well, one thing that you're going to be um, neglecting there is the the rear deltoid, which is a very important part of your shoulder health because you have this sort of push and pull happening with your, um, you know, the, the internal part of your shoulder, which is the rotator cuff. You don't want too much because as you get stronger in um, the front, it's going to sort of tighten up. It's going to bring your shoulders forward. And you're going to, that's why you see a lot of bench bros. They got a big chest, you know, they got big front delts. Yeah. They got big triceps, yeah. but they're, they're like this. And they're kind of like they're kind of just hunched forward. No lats. So it's because yeah, no lats, no rear delts because the the rear delts will pull you pull your scapula back, which is important in the bench press. So yeah. what you're going to end up doing is when you when you think about you know every single part of your body, you're going to be thinking about how is this going to aid me in the the bigger lifts. For example, forearms in the um, deadlift are very very important as. The great Rick Del Stick once said, if you can grip it, you can lift it. That's true. Which which actually, it, it does sort of make sense for, for those of you who do lift, which I'm assuming if you've listened 30 minutes into the podcast, you definitely do lift. Um, once you when all of you, our subscribers are jacked bro <laughs> they're, they're way bigger than us they're laughing at us right now when you go to pick up a weight and you can feel that you can hold it it has a whole different it, it carries over to the rest of it yeah um mind muscle connection <laughs> dang it we've we've swerved so much into bro size this episode bro size isn't always wrong that's true it's only, it's only wrong like half the time that's true and most of the time and the other half it's sick yeah people will dis- discover things um yeah. Before the science proves it, you know, because bro science is harder than rocket science. Well, that's, that's true. just a fact. Also, there's not a lot of funding into um, exercise yeah. science. Turns, <laughs> turns out, figuring out how to make people huge doesn't get a lot of funding when cancer's no. still around. Yeah, those I, selfish pricks. <laughs> they're all skinny. Yeah, anyways. they they want to get rid of tumors. I want to get some tumors. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, but. Thank goodness that there are a lot of people out there like Mike Zertel, like uh, Brad Schoenfeld, Jeff Nippard, like Jeff Nippard, who is um, a, a really good YouTuber that you guys should look into. Dangerous to say his name too fast. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but he he helps he helps a lot in terms of narrowing down. Like here's all the science we have. We can look at this study. We can look at this study. We can look at this study, and we can see you know what the conclusions are of how to best train. And lately he's been doing how to best do each each exercise and he'll tell you like if you want to do it for for example leg press if you want to do leg press you know like putting your um legs up higher if you want to focus on your hamstrings you know that kind of stuff where you're where you're adjusting the movement in order to best suit your needs which is what you need to be doing but you also need to be covering all your bases 
What a good podcast. Yeah. I think we've done it. Yeah. So this was uh, strength versus hypertrophy. We probably forgot a lot, a lot of things. Mountain but, meditations. Uh, mountain meditations. Uh, so, so here's the thing. <laughs> uh, we were going to do this a while ago. I yeah. came over to Chris's and Amanda's apartment. Twice before this. And... It's not entirely my fault. So the first time, it was Chris's birthday. We're having a good time. Yeah. Hampton and Thomas were here, and Tyler was here. We're we're, chilling. Yeah, we're we're booing. And I had to leave. And the second time was a little bit my fault, but not entirely my (laughs) fault. But if you think about it, who was putting those drinks into my hands? It was me. (laughs) I just, I kept drinking, and the beers just kept coming out. (sighs) Passed out on that couch. (laughs) Man, gave me a blanket, so I was chilling. (laughs) And then, you know, I had to leave early in the morning because, like, Chris yeah. Chris has to work. He has a yeah. job. Idiot. Yeah, I hate it. But anyways, um, so, yeah, we finally got to do an in-person podcast. I know yeah. you guys are excited for those of you who can Season see three. Season three. Coming soon. Is in the works. Yeah. Muscular Meditations is in the works. We we might have a moody movie meditations. <laughs> Hard might. Within the next decade. We're That's eh, that's iffy, but yeah. that's what we're I shooting for. I have a thing for. over summer, and it's like uh, all this time. There's like there's a lot of time before summer, but if you think about it, it's like I got to, you know, I'm still playing Melee. I feel if, so- I want, if I want to be ADMJ once, <laughs> I'm just kidding. ADMJ has securely put my soul in his back pocket. This is unfortunate. I feel so badly, though, because I made the new More Meditations channel, and now we haven't posted anything on it. And it like, there were people subscribing to it. They're like, yeah, music meditations and movie meditations. Oh, hell yeah. And then we just didn't post anything, and they yeah. were like, oh, Coming okay. soon, for real this time. Yeah, you, yeah. That's not a dev man walking guarantee. This is, <laughs> this is, this is Tristan talking now. <laughs> I have gotten a lot of work done. I'm sorry I haven't posted it, but I just got so much work done. You have no idea. I coded so much, Chris. I got, like, two projects projects done it's huge two different classes I'm, I'm i'm riding high right now and i'm gonna start working on it for real this time <laughs> we can only hope all right um so see you guys next time thanks for watching bye